Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of Team Drops the Ball, Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. Uh, as always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can go there. You can watch... Uh, women's soccer? You can watch Women's World Cup. That's banned in the Marlboro House because my wife is a chauvinist and hates all women's sports. Uh, you can watch the first place Houston Astros continue to kick all sorts of ass. Um, you could watch the ticker on ESPN mention that the Pelicans paid full price for a point guard with a bum leg. You know? Um, oh, God. Don't go there. I won't. Well, me and Andrew could just go on for hours. With the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They support us, so you should support them. All right, listen. People have been tweet- tweeting at me, direct messaging me with really angry me things. They're like, hey, you said if we had 50 retweets, you would read us an Andy Tanner poem, and you would write it, and you would read it on the podcast. And it's been like three weeks, and you haven't done it. Um, so it's not that we didn't, we, we weren't going to do it. We just forgot and and, and and fair, Kevin Junior Golette did some really dumb shit the last couple of t- couple of weeks, which we had to cover in in full. So it wasn't like we were just avoiding stuff. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I like this. Instead of paying things off. Yeah, yeah. I, I like this that Junior Golette is getting blamed for even things he hasn't done. Well, I mean, it's like a scapegoat. You know, Junior Golette. I'm surprised people hate him so much. I'm surprised they didn't blame him for like. And you can blame Junior Gillette for anything. He's like a like a fire extinguisher. Break glass. Blame Junior. So anyway, I wrote the I wrote the Andy Tanner poem. Andy Tanner poem. I'm going to read it now. And Kevin and Andrew. Kevin Ralph can't even say the word poem right. I know. You can't say Andy Tanner. <laughs> I, I made a tweet that, I, that sometimes I uh, you know I can pronounce Andy Tanner right most of the time, and it was truer than the. Then I knew when I tweeted. Hey, Ralph, real quick, you want to take a stab at that uh, defensive tackle for LSU, that, his name, the one that got kicked off the team? The Palooklu or whatever? I just <laughs> I don't even know. Can you want to take a shot at that? No, actually, I don't. That guy, I think Les Miles is like, you're not good enough to have that complicated of a name. 
Um, so anyway, here's the Andy Tanner poem. Warrior, poet, knight, the shining example of a short, white, overachieving white guy only the good Lord can make. You, Andy Tanner, have never caught a pass, but receptions don't measure greatness. John, Lever, John Lennon never caught an NFL pass, and he's a genius. Case closed. We love you, Andy Tanner, not because you are fast or big or even an N- a CFL-level receiver. We love you, Andy Tanner, because even with four years of no games played, no catches, and no hilarious arrests or vines like Junior, you march on. Like 2011, 2012, 2013, and 2014, 2015 won't be your year. No matter... True love needs no accomplishments. Just like message board guy who doesn't need correct grammar. While others look at you and see failure or a flea market dollar store reject version of Wes Welker, we see grit, true grit, like in the movies or a toddler chasing a cat. Rock on, Andy Andy Tanner. You are a preseason god, legend, and champion to slow white people everywhere. In our dreams, you will dominate August forever. But dreams aren't real. Coach wants to see you and bring your playbook. <laughs> that was great. I, I was really hoping you would uh, mention his preseason prowess. So well done. <laughs> I worked. I worked like almost half of my lunch on that poem. That was great. Yeah, I'm like uh, Byron, uh, Lord Byron. Um, so <laughs> I thought I thought I heard a golf clap in the back there. Was that you, Kevin? No, that had no, that had to be his that, cat. That was my that was my wife clapping for the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my wife! I am totally off subject. Seeing my wife in the Astros pennant race, her insanity for mid June baseball games is ramped up like about a hundred degrees. Or, and her intensity for baseball games when the Astros were losing 100 games a year was like 75-80. I can't even fathom what she's going to be like in September or if the Astros make the playoffs. She's going to be a pregnant lunatic watching a baseball game. It's going to be very, very It's going to be like Junior Gallet on cocaine. It might be. It might be. Or it's like Junior Gallet on cocaine doing a vine or a periscope. Um, all right. Uh, Saints news, there isn't really any. Junior didn't get arrested this week or do a vote or, or do something dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so we are, um, we are going to uh, start breaking down position, each position the Saints have. So this week we're going to start, we're starting with quarterback and running backs. We'll do like a combo. Um, so... I guess, Kevin, my first thing with quarterbacks is my thing that i kind of been uh, arguing with people back and forth, and I think even me and Andrew argued it a little bit, was when you get to 37 and 38, basically, quarterback, you're kind of on borrowed time, but maybe not really. So Drew is what? He's going to be 36 going into this year, Andrew, or 37? 36, yeah. So I guess, Kevin... Are you expecting the Drew Brees that we've gotten for nine years? Are we really going to see a decline, not this sort of 
internet made up, he's declining, but not really. Are we? Are, is this the year where we're like, oh yeah, he's really starting to slip? You think? No, absolutely not. He's listen. He's gonna pass. He's gonna pass for you know anywhere from forty-two to forty-five hundred yards. Uh, he's gonna throw about thirty touchdowns, and that's what we're getting. I mean, it, it, the only the only way that we are not getting thirty touchdown catches is 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 if the receiver. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Don't don't step up. Like, I mean, because look, you lost Jimmy Graham, so you're going to have to replace that production. So I'm intrigued to see where where a lot of those touchdowns will come from. Uh, You know, Colston's a year older. So, well, here's a here's a good here's a good question, Andrew, and we'll get to the, the backup quarterback in, backs in just a second. But but I feel like that this that Drew Brees is, and, and Sean Payton even you can combo the two of them. They're going to have a big huge chip on their shoulder because you're going to read in every preview magazine, and you're going to probably have six thousand articles written by Nick Underhill and Duncan and Triplett and all that about how the passing games probably not going to be as good and all that. And sort of, it's sort of like, I don't know how you put it, but it's sort of like a challenge to Sean Payton and Drew Brees to like, can you really do it now that Jimmy Graham and Kenny Stills are gone? And I think it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to for motivation because you knew Drew Brees, he always kind of has a chip on his shoulder. So how do you think he'll respond to it? Well, I think, you know, a lot of people are pointing back to that Pittsburgh game. Uh, which I thought, and uh, I think Stan Verrett made that point that you know obviously Graham didn't catch any passes that day, and uh, that was arguably Breeze's best. I mean, it was his best game last year and one of his best ever uh, with the Saints. And uh, you know, there's some merit to that. I, I still think Jimmy Graham as a decoy is a pretty significant piece uh, that defenses have to pay attention to. And when he's not on the field at all, big difference between that and him catching no passes. Um, so that's one thing I'd highlight. But, uh, I mean, I agree with you. I, I do think that's going to be the the biggest question mark and, and the biggest 
you know, test, if you will, for how, how are they going to be able to duplicate the numbers that they've done in the past. And I see no reason to suggest, based on the talent that's on the roster right now, uh, that they would be able to, if I'm being honest. I mean, I, I think you look at, yes, I mean, the Saints were able to, to be explosive without Jimmy Graham. You know, before that they had Shockey and, you know, they had other playmakers. But, you know, I just look at an aging Colston and a Brandon Cooks you know, Brandon Cooks, hopefully, in year two, I mean, I think he's ready to burst onto the scene and become an incredible player, but um, we don't know if we have a number one receiver in him yet. We think so. Uh, and then beyond that, I mean, there's, you know, Nick Toon and a bunch of undrafted oh, guys. Stop and, it with, Nick Toon. Stop it with Nick Toon already. You know, we, we're on no, year, I know. We're on year I, four of Nick Toon, for Christ's sake. I agree. I agree mm. with you. But so, I mean, but that's who, who the Saints are counting on. And I mean, when you're telling well, me we got to replace Stills and, and, and Jimmy Graham, I, I've, I'm, I, I don't know that I see those guys being able to do what they Well, I just think if you want to say Jones or Coleman could do it, they haven't done it. I, I don't know about them. So that's a – they are a question mark. I, 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 I'm not sure. I've seen Nick Toon for three years. I, he is what he is, and it's not very good. I mean, maybe yeah. I'll be wrong, but, like, name me a receiver that, like, was, like, mediocre and terrible for three years and then in year four became good and, like, went on to a Hall of Fame career. I mean, I – you know? Yeah, I mean, Chris Carter's a guy that got better later in his career. Yeah, but he had a Coke problem. True. <laughs> well, you don't know that Nick, Nick Toon doesn't. Well, uh, allegedly. <laughs> we don't want to disparage poor Nick Toon. Kevin, no. um, as far as the other quarterbacks, not that we know Grayson and, and, and Ryan Griffin. who We know Ryan Griffin can survive well, hold on. a bar what, Ralph, one, Ralph, one thing I was going to say real quick before you, you change the subject on this is – you know, I, I think the Saints noticed that. I think they noticed without Graham, we're weaker. And so, you know, how, how are we going to get better in the passing game? We're going to get better by giving Breeze more time. And that's why they've invested in the offensive front. And mm-hmm. we're going to get better because we're going to be better running the football. And that's mm-hmm. going to give Breeze more time. Yeah. Uh, and so I think they're going to maybe try to help Breeze, not so much with the weapons and the players he's throwing to, more so than – having a more balanced offense and better protection up front. Kevin, I think it's going to be really interesting for the backup quarterback that we've had in a while. I mean, we're going to watch the preseason games all the way to, to the end, if you can't. Well, we not me. Well, not Kevin you, not won't. you. But, no. like, if I gave you, if I gave you, if I gave you $200, Kevin, and I said go to Vegas, and you have to predict to me Ryan Griffin or Luke McCown, who is on the roster as the second quarterback? I'm Lee. I would say uh, I'd probably say Luke McCown. Like, I don't know why. I, I, and again, I'm not. A, I my memory for this is shit. <laughs> but something like. Doesn't Sean Payton uh, tend to have more of a veteran guy as his yeah. main backup? Yeah. I mean, I mean, when he did, like, again. Well, it, Chase Daniel, it, didn't he, he, he? Chase Daniel was the backup starting his second year or third year? I forget. Yeah. Well, who was there before him? 
They had Jamie Martin for a year in 06. Brunel. Right. Brunel. Right. I know they had Jamie. Okay. And then Brunel for a few years. But then who who was after that? Chase Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, what was did they have a situation where all three of them were on the roster? I think they had a year where Chase Dan- where it was Breeze, Brunel, and Chase Dan- Daniel on, yeah. the okay. pra- on the practice squad, maybe. Okay, I can see. See, I would say that he that uh, Peyton preferred Brunel, known commodity, and he let Chase Daniel sit. And then when they decided they were done with Brunel, they said, ah, fuck it. Uh, you know, Chase Daniel uh, will be the guy. So now that they got a shot at a player who's actually started games, I would definitely say Luke McCown, and they could probably throw uh, Ryan Griffin on the practice squad for a year well, here's, and see what happens there. Here's, here's the thing, though, Andrew. If you're Ryan Griffin and you he, – he had a chance to go to the Rams when they had – massive quarterback injuries in what was it 2013 I think Mm -hmm. and and he said no but if you're Ryan Griffin and the Saints that you know they got Grayson so he's going to be the long term and they keep McNown and they're going to keep three quarterbacks on the roster and they're like hey Ryan you can go to the practice squad if you're Ryan Griffin isn't at that point you're like there's no future for me here if another team comes along and wants to put you on the roster and give you a chance, you're going. I mean, at, at, at that point, if the Saints want you to be the fourth quarterback on the practice squad, don't you have to say bye-bye? Well, no. Well, I think no, and the reason why is because um, unless he's getting claimed, you know, if he, if he clears waivers, because he can't get put on the practice squad unless he clears he's, waivers yeah. once he's been cut. So if he clears waivers, then then at that point – Basically, every NFL team has passed on you. And so then you're just like, God, I hope I can get a job. That's true. You know, so if the Saints want to keep you and put you on the practice squad another year, I think you'd do it. Uh, and, and I think the reasons why you would is you're comfortable in the system. You know the playbook. You, I feel like that's, that's got to give you some advantage over the competition maybe coming in the following year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was surprised that McCown was the backup last year. I mean, I think towards the end of preseason – uh, he he outperformed Griffin and Griffin slipped a little bit, but I remember in training camp Griffin was maybe even slightly better. And early in preseason, uh, it was really neck and neck. And um, you know I felt like Griffin w- was pretty good, and so uh, I was a little disappointed to not see him beat out McCown last year. Um, and I agree with with Kevin. I think you know Peyton tends to go with uh, what he trusts, and so I think at this point Gr- Gr- Griffin having not ascended yet maybe stops him from being able to do it. There's know, our friend Dave. But yeah, I hope I, I hope we're Griffin starting a fucking win. podcast at eight o'clock and you don't fucking call me. I called you. I'm text. sitting here for thirty fucking minutes <laughs> wondering what the fuck is going on. And I finally check Skype and it says, Oh, join ongoing call. Oh, everybody's <laughs> just doing the fucking podcast without me. We don't need Dave. Let's just keep going. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Malbro? Jesus Christ. Get your ass out of your ass. <laughs> Well, well <laughs> it's perfect timing because we're talking about your boy, Ryan Griffin. Yeah, we're talking. Oh God, we've only been doing this podcast for like four fucking weeks. <laughs> all right, all right, listen, Dave, Dave, stop Jeez. complaining, stop whining. Did he call you, Andrew? Did he call you, Jim? No, actually, Andrew called me, I think. No, I texted you, all you guys, and I said I was ready to do the podcast. Right. Did you not get that text? Called. 
Well, that should have been your first heads up to get on Skype. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Dave, is your boy. <laughs> no, the first heads up should have been the 8 o'clock podcast. I'm ready at 8 o'clock. <laughs> I apologize, Dave. Blame the host. You all, Only thing you missed was... Bandit. What's that? All you all, only thing you missed was Andy Tanner poetry, and um, I, did I miss the Andy? You did. You'll have to download. Oh it. fuck! We we didn't we didn't miss your shitty audio quality <laughs> no, though. I can I, tell you that. God damn it! <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you about the audio quality. I, I'm on Skype. I'm outdoors. I'm not in a basement. If it still sucks now, I mean, like, there's really, I, I can't do anything about it. I think that the last five seconds is the best audio, Dave, you've ever had, wherever you well, are. Well, for the, for, I'll tell you what. Just the last don't minute, move. Don't wait, move, you know Dave. Wait, no, no, you know what? For the last 30 minutes, my fucking audio was crystal fucking high def clear, but you didn't fucking call me, so you didn't hear it. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm gonna, Dave. I like Angry Dave. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna bring Dave in late every week, especially <laughs> especially when the Saints lose during the year, and it'll just be fucking a wave of anger, man. You you are like you are like. I'll, I'll drop some politics. In. You are like Anton Scalia when it doesn't go his way from the bench, man. You are just spitting hot fire. I like All it. All right. Dave, pop a Lexapro or a Zoloft or whatever it is you take and, and calm down. And hey, maybe we should call Dave. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I blame you guys more. <laughs> Dave, is your boy Ryan Griffin, is he going to make the Saints this year? Uh, God, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. I, I mean, I kind of... You know, you know, people talk about Garrett Grayson being Drew Brees' heir apparent, which may be the case, but I think the, the first step for Garrett Grayson is to be the backup number two guy, which means putting McCowan and, and Griffin out of a job. So um, I, I honestly don't know. Well, he, let me put this view out there, and then I want to hear if you guys agree with this. I think the Saints have to keep three quarterbacks on the roster this year because I don't think Grayson is going to be ready to be the backup. I don't think the Saints are going to cut McCown and Griffin and be like, yep, Grayson's our backup quarterback. We're just keeping two. So I think they have to keep three because if they cut Grayson, then he goes through waivers and another team would probably cut No, they can't, so. they can't cut Grayson. Yeah, I probably, yeah. So I, I probably agree with that, Andrew. Who I, who I would like to see them sign is that, that kid from Westlake High School that was slinging balls with Drew Brees in Austin uh, yesterday on that video. That kid had a fucking cannon arm. He could be the next. He could be the quarterback version of Andy Tanner. He could be the next Sean Canfield. Oh my God, Colin <laughs> Canfield was she. He they. I mean, not to say. I mean, it's hard to say you ever waste a seventh round pick because they're pretty worthless. But if you can waste a seventh round pick, the Saints did so when they drafted Canfield. I mean, seriously, that guy. Yeah, but you know what the Saints have turned seventh round picks into? Marcus Colston, Zach Streif, Paris Harrelson. Oh, yeah, Paris Harrison. Well, Paris Harrison, they traded away a future Colston for Paris Harrison. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, right. true. Bad all move. Right. Dave, we're also going to break down running backs. So, what running back for the Wait, wait, wait. I want to go around the horn. So, who, who's, who is on the roster and who's cut? Kevin. Uh, I'm saying McCown is on the roster and the third guy is going to be uh, Grayson. Dave. 
we lost Dave. We lost Dave. We lost Dave. He's gonna come. He's gonna you come. Call back. You gotta call him back now. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna come back. He's gonna be so angry. He might murder me. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that Griffin. I was surprised. Griffin was close last year. Yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna do it this year. I'm gonna say Breeze. Griffin's the backup, and then Grayson will be number three. There's Dave. Dave. Mm-hmm. Three quarterbacks on the roster. Who or, or how, who? What quarterbacks are on the roster and which aren't? Griffin and Grayson are on it. Ooh. I'd oh, say man. McCowan. You know, maybe gone. Yeah, uh, it's tough though. It really, it really is a tough call. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's gonna be McCown and Grayson. I just, I mean. I just think Andrew, if, if Griffin last year was the year, man, and if he couldn't get over the hump, he's, yeah. he's never, get, you know. No, it's a fair, it's a fair statement. So, all right, running back, uh, C.J. Spiller. Who do we get? We got we got Spiller, we got Ingram, and what else we got, Andrew? We got uh, Kyrie Robinson. Oh yeah. We've got Tim Hightower. We've got Marcus Murphy. And I'm blanking on one more guy. We've got a camp body. Anybody got the Saints roster up? No. There's no. one more guy. They, he was with the Saints last year, and he, he I think he was okay. Yeah. Um, he's going to get cut, let's be honest. You had high t- You had a really early 2015 53-man roster, and you had Hightower over Murphy. And, man, I just – if that's close, Andrew, I just can't see him keeping high Hightower over a rookie. Well, the reason I said that, so let me explain that. So, yeah, in my extremely early, ridiculously early 53-man roster, I kept four running backs, uh, you know, the three, Kyrie being the third, the three obvious ones. And then I had Hightower as the fourth. And the reason for that is I thought Murphy as a seventh-round pick. Edwin Baker. Had Edwin Baker as the other guy, yeah. I thought Murphy had a decent shot at being stashed away on the practice squad, first of all. And the Saints and Jalen Saunders have another guy that return, can return kicks. So yeah. unless something happens to him, they can kind of stash Murphy away and then bring him up if an injury were to happen. The other thing is Murphy's skill set-wise is kind of a duplicate of Spiller. And he would do the same things. And so it's kind of pointless to have two guys like that on the roster. You'd rather have a guy like Hightower that can take a beating and run up the yeah, middle here, and spell Ingram. Here's my only concern with that is – if Murphy, if Murphy does what he does in college, where he ran back seven kicks, if he does that once in a preseason game, they can't cut him if they really want to keep him because they'll he'll never get through waivers because they'll be yeah. third of the thirty one other teams. Somebody will need a kick returner, and they'll be like, "We're getting Murphy. He ran a he ran a kickback in a preseason game. Sign him." You know. Yeah. Well, well, if he runs a kickback in preseason, he'll make the team for sure. So, Dave... That's how Joe Morgan made the team originally. Dave, but getting back to Robinson, is he a guy, do you think... Because he was starting to get carries last year, and then he got injured. Over, under for carries for him, if I said he's going to get over 75 carries, would you take that bet? Nah, I would take I would take the under. I mean, I think, I think Robinson will will get his fair share, but 75 seems uh, seems a little bit high. You know, I, I see them using Robinson 
you know, late in games uh, to spell Mark Ingram, to give him a break. If the Saints are winning big and they want to grind some clock, uh, definitely that's Kyrie Robinson time. Um, so, I, you know, I think a, a lot of it has to do with how the Saints are doing in the season and if they're if they're winning a lot of games uh, early and, you know, if they're winning games in the fourth quarter. But um, and then obviously, of course, Mark Ingram's uh, health. Uh, you know, because if if Mark Ingram gets injured, Kyrie Robinson definitely. Yeah. Don't you mean when? Right don't you mean when Ingram gets injured? Uh, yeah. I, I suppose mean, that's fair. You, I mean, you can't. You can't. It's hard to blame Ingram for. No, it's just it's for, Ingram, for being it's, injured on a regular basis. I mean, the nature of his position is. I mean, those no, guys it's, just really they fair. It's all. The thing is with Ingram, Ingram, it's not like a. At least it's not a chronic one thing over and over again. It's. It, but it's always something with Ingram. But but Kevin, I do have. I a mean, thirteen games at, at, at uh, if he if if we got thirteen games this year out of Ingram, I, I would consider that pretty good. No, I think it's fair. I mean, Kevin, I did think of a running back question for you. When we have our auction fantasy draft for uh, the Chronic Podcast Fantasy League, you can join. Uh, how much will I spend for C.J. Spiller, and how ridiculous will that amount be? The correct amount is way too much. Uh, it is. It is. And I'm going to say probably at least fifteen, at least fifteen dollars over whatever Yahoo or ESPN has him slotted at. So like. If, so he's slotted at forty one. So like, if he's slotted, if Jesus, he's slotted at forty one. You're hitting. You're you're gonna. Somebody is gonna get you to go over fifty five. Oh, and, and, and then he's gonna have turf toe in week two, and it's gonna linger for like eight <laughs> weeks. Yeah, I think I need to stay away from Saints players. I I when I I touch them, and with fantasy plague. It wasn't even Saints players, man. You fucking spent a ton of money on a Cleveland running back. I did. I did. Who was it? I can't even remember. Was it Ben Tate? It was. Oh, jeez. It, oh. it was Ben Tate. I spent a lot of money on Ben Tate. I, my fantasy, like, if you tried to construct a fantasy team that was that bad, you couldn't have succeeded. Like, no. It, it took a special kind of talent to do that. It was like it was like the 72 Miami Dolphins, but the exact opposite. <laughs> um, so we got some Twitter questions in. Uh, Wait, so are we going to predict around the home oh, yeah. on the, who they keep uh, at I, running back? I, I guess so. Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Well, I can't even well, you, well, you already, I already told you mine. So right. I think they're going to try to stash Murphy on the uh, practice squad and keep Saunders as the returner. So they keep four. Tim Hightower as the fourth. Dave. Well, is Saunders is Saunders a running back or a wide receiver? Well, he's a receiver, but I, the reason why I tie him in a Murphy spot is because they're basically giving the Saints the same skill set yeah. of returning kicks. Can they? Can either of them play Gunner? Uh, I think Saunders did a little bit, yeah. I mean, I think I view Saunders as the next Courtney Roby, hopefully, if we're lucky. Yeah. I mean, Saunders was impressive at the end of last year. Well, he was he was actually good, and he compared to the Saints' return game for the last, like, however many years, he looked like yeah. a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, he was the only one that did a damn thing. So, uh, I mean, Sproles was really good in 11, 2011 at punt. So, I, Dave, Kevin, give your running back picks. if you. I mean, so it's, in, it's Ingram, Kyrie, Spiller, 
Um, and I, I don't know whether they stash Murphy on the on the practice squad. They he, they may IR him. Uh, <laughs> He's not even injured yet. They do it. It could. Well, yeah, who gives a shit? They're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to break his legs. They don't play by the rules. No, so, um, so, Kevin, if I if I gave you $200 and I sent you to Vegas and I said the odds of Murphy being the preseason darling of message board guy and newspaper writers everywhere, do you think that would be a good bet? Is Kevin gone? Kevin is gone. Excellent. <laughs> well, this is just going so well. It is. It's just going so well as we as we try to get held back. That was a good question. And that guy's a Missouri guy, so there's like a 10% chance that Kevin might know him. <laughs> Not personally, just know no, of him. Know of him. Kevin, are you there? Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, man. Fucking Skype. <laughs> this fucking Skype is dropping calls like fucking Jim Hazlitt era Devery Henderson is dropping passes, man. This is terrible. Skype, you are fucking terrible. Yeah. I'm, you know what? You know what, Kevin? I'm I'm very happy and very proud that you <laughs> limited your Devery Henderson pass dropping to just the Hazlitt era. Yeah. Yeah, but that's when it was egregious. <laughs> it was a great it was he, was like, he was like a he was like a four year old trying to catch a beach ball. Uh, Kevin, you know, I got I got to hand it to Devery because he, he was in the Saints fan doghouse for a long. He he was in Jason David Toy Cook territory with the drop passes, and then he miraculously kind of fixed his problem. He was and ended up being well liked. He was a recurring punchline. When I produced Buddy D show in 2004, it was a running gag with him and Kenny Wilkerson of, is Devery Henderson going to play this week? And he didn't play at all the whole year. Wow. He so, was a cool guy. I liked him. He was very mellow, low-key. Uh, he sort of never let anything really bother him. So this is the question I asked you, Kevin, before you dropped out. Murphy, the the kid who's from Missouri and is a kick returner, is he going to be the preseason darling of Saints media and message board guy and fans everywhere? All it's going to take is one twenty yard return. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even, he doesn't even Just need, one. He doesn't even need a touchdown. I like that, Kevin. Oh fuck no! He doesn't need a dude. Touchdowns are hard, to, dude. Touchdowns on returns are always hard to come by. You just get a just twenty make, yard just return. Just make one guy miss. Just make one guy miss. Do one one spin move that makes one guy miss. Somebody <laughs> hit the juke button at the right time and get twenty yards on a return. Boom! Nick Underhill's writing eight hundred words on you. Saints report. I mean, they may not have the bandwidth to cover it. <laughs> Speaking of which, donate to the podcast so we can continue to have all the bandwidth we need. All right, let's get. That was kind of your sponsor voice, wasn't it? It was. I dropped it. I try to. I try to drop it in there. You know. All right, we got a very official. We got a bunch of Twitter. Very professional. It is. Thank you. We got a bunch of Twitter questions. So uh, my wife's clapping because the Astros are pounding the Royals. All right, my wife. Kevin, this, is, this, this is a good question for you. This is a good question for you, Dave. 
Uh, this is from Wallace. He asked, looking forward to a dumpster fire season in San Francisco, over under three Niner wins. How many times do they play the Saints? None, I don't think. None. So, Dave? Uh, I'd take over, but just barely. Just barely. I think Maybe they are going to... Four or five wins. They had people... They've had, like, Patrick Willis and Justin Smith and another dude retire. And they're, like, Jim Harbaugh, you can hate that weirdo all you want. He's a great do. coach. Yeah. They're going to be a catastrophe, I think. I think the... I think under, Dave. I think... I think that their coach they have, Tom Sula or whatever, I saw a press conference him. He's not going to last a year. I'm going on. I'm going on. I'm going under. All that right, division is fired. tough. That division is tough, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, Andrew, this is from Super Saiyan Saint. Uh, what would qualify? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. What, what would qualify as a Colston social media mess up? <laughs> tweeting him just, I was about to say that him actually tweeting <laughs> does he have a Twitter account that's, that's it yeah he does he have does. a Twitter account he, he like retweets his uh, arena football team score right that's, that's, that's really about right. it if, Ke- if he's, if, if he's uh, has like a promotional thing with kids he'll like retweet someone alright Kevin this is for you damn damn post office didn't have stamps that I wanted <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Marcus Colson's slumming off. He's slumming <laughs> off the handle. He's like, I ordered a number six at Wendy's, and they gave me an eight. That uh, would be the greatest. I asked show. for I asked for honey mustard, and they just threw in barbecue sauce. For shame, Wendy's. <laughs> Kevin, I got a question from you from Jay Green. It's a political question, but I don't care. It made me chuckle, so I'm going to ask Jesus it. Jesus Christ! If you were a gay county clerk. With a deeply held belief against hetero marriage and the rebel flag, dot dot dot. I just okay. like it. I like it. It, it didn't. It just made me chuckle. I don't know. You don't. Have oh, okay. Uh, so, Kevin, uh, give us. Kevin, a word. you're not touching that one, you're huh? Not, t- not touching that one. I'm not touching that with a flagpole. <laughs> I did like the I did like the person on Twitter that did the Super Mario with the Confederate flag and the guy jumping and it falls and he's like I'm stealing your Confederate flag anyway. All right. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Dave, if your mother had an affair with Andy Tanner, how mad would you be on a scale of one to ten, one or a two? Uh, I, I, I on a scale of one to Tanner. You know, my my mother listens to these podcasts sometimes, so I have to be careful. What I oh God! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dad, mom. If she had an affair with Andy Tanner, wait, what? From one to Tanner? One to ten, yeah. But it could be one to Tanner. That's more fun. Um, how upset would I be? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be upset at all, honestly. Uh, Your mom lo- still married? Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> wait, wait, now you say an affair? Like, like this is like an ongoing thing? Or I like, don't know. Or it's, it's like a one-night thing? There's a question from Sports Cage. Uh, he didn't, I mean, spe- he didn't well, specify. Well, so ask the question again. How was it phrased? If your mother had an affair with Andy Tanner, how mad would you be on a yeah, scale of one to that sounds like that sounds like a full-on thing to me. Yeah, well, yeah I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be okay with that. I mean, my poor dad. But, yeah. Um, 
I don't, I don't, although I don't know, really know how much my dad would care, to be honest with you. But um, <laughs> that's going to get you in trouble. I, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but it's Andy, uh, so we all know the performance won't be there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I. Uh, it would be kind of cool. You could say, "Hey, my mom's having an affair with Andy." Tanner. W- wouldn't you be afraid that the Danny Andy Tanner stare would be yeah, enough to Danny turn her, turn her to stone? Yeah. You almost you almost said Danny Tanner. Um, <laughs> I no, I, I got to be honest with you. Just it's just it's never happening. It's just. It's just not happening. All right. All right, maybe, Kevin. Maybe, maybe one of your moms, but not my mom. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, let's see. This is from uh, this is from Manadula. Kevin, does posing with pets in pictures get more women? Uh, I don't – I mean, I don't, I don't think so, but it certainly doesn't take away – like, whatever odds you were getting before, it's about the same. Um, like, the fact that you posed with a, with a dog doesn't mean anything. Huh. It's, it's oh, does he like dogs? Okay, that's nice. Does he like animals? Okay, that's cool. Uh, I, I think whatever a, uh, attraction a woman might have to me for liking Pets is probably immediately canceled out when they see when they see how I am around my own dog because I'm a complete like goofball. <laughs> like I treat the dog like it's a two year old. Yeah, I'm but it's a, like, the picture could help you though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But what I'm saying though is that they come home and then I'm like, oh, but that, was, that wasn't dog. the question. He, he wants to know it, it, merely photos. Uh, is that enough photos? to get you in the okay. door? It, okay, uh, so if you're looking for like dating app advice, yes, use use a picture of a dog. <laughs> you, if, if you have a picture, if it's you and a pet, I would rather you listen, guys. Go with the picture of you with a pet instead of you with a baby. Yeah, <laughs> but, women but, do not want a picture of you with a or, baby. Or, or if you're Ralph, or if you're Ralph, just put the picture of the dog. Yeah. Well, the thing is right, too, and I right, would stay away from exotic. You want to stay away from exotic pets because that can be a little weird. Like if you got like a gecko or a parrot, you or know, a tarantula, or yeah, a tarantula. No. You know, you know, like exotic. But you can go dog. H- hamster also a no go. Yeah. Yeah. Guinea, look, dog. No gerbil. Cat. Dog, cat, or horse. Right. Although gerbils seem to work pretty good with Richard here. <laughs> oh, oh boy, that's yeah. Wow. Boom. You should be. You could be on Drive Time Sports Radio with jokes like that, man. It could be. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was a good. That was a good urban legend right there. Yeah. I Up did. next, the sweet Kato Kalen burn. I did a whole stand-up <laughs> routine about Richard Gere and gerbils. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. See season. Drop yeah, classic, on. that's on. classic Ralph. That's classic Ralph stand-up. Yeah, give us a little, give us a little taste, Ralph. Come on, uh, dude, I don't even remember it. I know it was like a, it's like a whole bit, man. Kevin can tell you my stand-up was either like really the crowd really loved it, or they just like booed my ass off the stage. There was no like middle ground. I was like, right. I was like jumping out of a plane with a, and it was like the parachute. It either worked and I landed nice and safe, or it didn't and I just was like Wiley Coyote off the cliff. Uh, or it was a fuck. Uh, it was either parachute or a fucking <laughs> anvil came out of that pack. 
Yeah, that, you know, that too. Um, let's see. Do we have any more? Oh, yeah. This is this. I guess this could be a question for for Dave and Andrew. Does Ralph deserve a Father's Day gift? This is an old one. Does Ralph deserve a Father's Day gift, uh, even though he's technically not a father yet? No, not yet. You don't get it yet. You don't no. get it yet. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely not. No. All right. Uh, Kevin, you went and saw uh, Jurassic World. Is it worth paying full price for? Worth? Uh, yes. It is worth pay- It is worth paying full price. Uh, it's entertaining, but it is completely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, like, here's the thing. In a movie about dinosaurs being brought back to life and dinosaurs be- and hybrid dinosaurs being created that have a lust for blood and all this other kind of stuff. And in a movie in which, in which, uh, fucking, oh, I can't even remember his his name now, but in, in a movie in which, uh, see, I can't even remember his character at all. The dude from Parks and Rec. Right, in a movie Prison, in which huh? the dude from, Par- yeah, in a movie in which Chris Pratt should have died, uh, and I'm not even talking, like, died, like, oh, my God, how did the dinosaur not kill him? No, in a movie in which he should have died because he dumped gasoline on himself earlier in the movie and never changed and then was blown back in an explosion later on in the movie and should have fucking died. <laughs> the most ridiculous the most ridiculous thing in that movie is Bryce Dallas Howard running around in the film the entire time in a pair of high heels. <laughs> The entire film. But you still say it's worth full price. It's still worth seeing. Because here's the thing. Whoever, like, like everybody in that movie, from Chris Pratt to Bryce Dallas Howard to Vincent D'Onofrio, who's chewing up scenery as, like, this bad guy or whatever, uh, even the kids, the kid actors, the acting is all really good. The acting is all really good, but whoever wrote that script <laughs> should probably be drawn and quartered in a public well, square. Speaking of people who can't write scripts, uh, I have HBO and I watch that show Ballers. I start, yeah, I watch that now. That is a show. It has The Rock, who I like. I really like Rob Corddry. I want to like that show. I've watched it for two weeks. I'll probably watch it again this coming week because I pay for HBO. I'm like, I feel like I need to get my money's worth. But that show couldn't be more meh. I haven't watched the second episode yet. I'm watching it tonight, actually. With people you actually like, it's just so meh. And for an HBO show, it's it's very disappointing. And then True True Detective, I love Vince Vaughn. That's another show. The second second episode was was I thought the rule for shows is, like, you give it three episodes. Yeah. I like... The thing about True Detective, I, I really like the Vince Vaughn story in it, so I'll, I'll probably stick with it. Uh, Andrew, have you seen any shows that you want to review? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> my my wife is really into uh, that my Netflix life. show. My life. <laughs> uh, Orange is the New Black. You guys yeah, I heard, heard of this? Too. I watched that. It, it's uh, it's it's all right. The second season's kind of been disappointing. People at work love that that show. We we don't. No, this is the third season. We don't. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, okay. The third season's been disappointing. Sorry. We don't have Netflix because we have the Astros baseball to watch every night, so we don't need Netflix. We're like oh, one of the well, five. Holy shit! You don't need Netflix. McGee. 
Netflix is fucking yeah. Crazy. I mean, it, it's it's uh, you know, it's it's interesting character development. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a show about women in prison. So, I mean, it sounds like something that guys wouldn't be into. And I'm assuming most of the people that listen to this podcast are men. <laughs> uh, besides, besides Allie, it's got the um, it's got the and, and Dave's mom apparently. Thanks, Allie. We love you. we love yeah. you. She didn't write. She didn't ask a question this week, but but we still like. Actually, it. didn't a woman? Didn't a woman? Wasn't a woman the primary donor? Yes, a woman was the primary donor. Yeah. Uh, okay, she, so we know we have three. That's we know three. we have three women that listen. Uh, the yeah. orange is the new black. It's got the. It's got the. Uh, it's got the woman from uh, that '70s show, right? I like Laura Prepon. She it doesn't, does. she doesn't have it that does. big of a part, though. It's an ensemble cast, so. Yes, it, it, yeah, and it jumps around a lot, but um, you know it's entertaining. It's alright. Alright, so and they don't go out of. It's not like a ridiculous show where like all the inmates are attractive. Like they go out of their way to make it semi-realistic. Alright, alright. Yeah. Final, final topic, and then we're gonna get the hell out of here. Uh, and just because Andrew, I can't help myself, so just bear with me. The the Pelicans it found out this week the Sixers had to pay three million dollars to the Pelicans because they didn't disclose all the in, injury information on Holiday that he had uh, leg fractures before they traded for him and everybody on Twitter all the Pelican people in the New Orleans news media were like eh no big deal so what if he had if uh, Holiday they traded for him he had leg fractures uh, no big deal we'll just we'll just focus on the future Kevin if the Saints traded for Max Unger, and we found out that, oh, he's got a history of leg problems that Seattle didn't tell Mickey Loomis about. How nuts would we be on this podcast and on Twitter over that? Well, for start, I mean, here's the thing, though. I don't know... I don't know... I don't know... I don't know... I don't know if we would be... Oh, you know, I don't know if we would be jumping Mickey Loomis' shit, though. Like, everybody's jumping on the Hornets for being incompetent, which I guess says more about the, Pelicans. the yeah. reputation of the Pelicans versus the reputation of Mickey Loomis. Like, we would say, like, we would be demanding fucking Seattle lose a draft pick or some horse shit, whereas, whereas like, we're almost kind of saying, no, 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 Dell Demps should have to keep J. Rue Holiday. Jay and if anything, I don't know what the fuck his name is. Drew, like Breeze. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't his name spelled with a fucking J? It is. Yeah, don't try Drew. to don't 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 attempt, man. Don't For attempt to sake. understand. Are you kidding it. me? Are you kidding me? Did Kevin really just call him J. Rue? We, we, we <laughs> blew Kevin's mind. Is 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 his is his first fucking name not spelled J. R. U. E. Yes. Drew. Drew. <laughs> J. Rue. What the fuck? Dude, if Listen, you hang up the hang the fuck on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> what? What's I mean, Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> if there would have been one person what? on this podcast that would say Jeru, I would have bet it would have been me. Yeah, <laughs> that's Drew. You got it. <laughs> Did we serious? Like, what the what Doctor Whovian shit is this? <laughs> I don't even. That's that's fucking ridiculous. 
That's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous, man. It's officially the off season. It is. People always ask me. I don't give a shit if it's the off. Drew? I feel like we're in mid-season form. I feel like we are too, Dave. People always ask me. They're like, "When's your favorite time to do a podcast?" I'm like. When it just goes off the rails, I just <laughs> this is this is like two this is like two and six Saints Kevin. It is. He is like. <laughs> Dude, I mean, no, 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 man, really, really, <laughs> really. So you you have seriously gone these last what two years, three years, thinking it was Jay Rue? Yeah. Because <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't it be? Because what human being makes a like, I don't know, man. There's no hyphen in there. Yeah, there's no hyphen and no apostrophe, but I mean, for, I mean, fuck, dude. Jay like, this ain't, this ain't, like, it's not, it's not like fucking Django Unchained where the D is silent or some shit like that. No, they decided to make the J a fucking D sound. <laughs> like, who the fuck, like, like, this, like I, you know, like I don't know. I mean, if you if you do it phonetically, it, it kind of works. <laughs> He's married to one of the World Cup players for the United States. Yes, he is. Oh, who's he married to? Whichever one has the last name Holiday. Oh, yeah, she didn't play last game because she had like cards and stuff. Soccer, soccer expert that I am. Oh, she's prop. She's probably a babe too. Probably. She is. She is. God damn it. <laughs> she ma- nice, oh, married nice. a dude named J. Rue. <laughs> His name is not Jay. Oh my God! You know what? You know you know what? Hang on a second. You know what? Fuck this. I guarantee you. Maybe his parents said that they're calling him J. Rue, but a bunch of fucking people just kept calling him J. Rue, and he just finally, maybe he fucking snapped and said, fuck it, call me J. call me Drew, because it's close enough. <laughs> maybe that's how it happened. I don't know. I don't know. A J becomes a D. <laughs> <laughs> we are so far off the path. Uh, I think- I'm not the one that named... <laughs> with a goddamn J, like I'm not calling, I'm not naming my kid spelled J A C K and asking everybody to call him Dak. <laughs> oh my goodness, Andrew Dooge. That's what we ought to call him, Andrew Dooge. Dooge. <laughs> Andrew Dooge. 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 Sources. Andrew Dooge. <laughs> I don't even know where it's at. All right, you go to go to Saints Nation. They have their uh, black market illegitimate podcasts. I actually just changed the spelling of my name to A N J R U E. There you go. You can go to Saints Nation and, and, and call me Ann J Rude. Yeah, you got the mailbag going on where you're answering mailbag questions. Uh, go to Canal Street Chronicles, Dave, and those people over there have. Many, many fabulous stuff. things. Stuff. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, Some, sometimes. Kevin, I mean, Kevin, a.k.a. J-Rue, is uh, on OkCupid and Twitter. Yep. So, for Andrew, for Dave, for J-Rue, uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, <laughs> be well. I believe he was pronounced yogging. <laughs> Thank you.
Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.